Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of SoCal Sweat. In today's episode, I want to remind everybody to break up those roller skates and rollerblades for a great way to get fit and social distance yourself while being outdoors and absorbing that important vitamin D. In this episode, professional skater, singer, and athlete Kim Manning Space Queen will cover the tips, tricks, safety, and vast fitness benefits in this beloved sport. You may also recognize her as the roller skating songstress from George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars. Or perhaps from Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav as the competing love interest Peaches. She's got street cred and an avalanche of talents. And here is my dear friend, Kim Manning Space Queen, professional skater. Well, hello there, Miss Kim Manning Space Queen. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Kim is a Kim is an LA resident, but she is in Oklahoma during the quarantine. And she's getting into her spirituality and she's much happy. She's happier and at peace in quarantine there. So I wanted to bring Kim on because she is a phenomenal roller skater besides being a, a fantastic singer and who was actually discovered by George Clinton's Parliament Funkadelic. She had toured the world. She's performed with Snoop Dogg, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Grammy Awards, Flavor of Love, which I want to know what you were on Flavor of Love. And she's been on um, David Letterman and so many other things. And I met Kim on a music video that we were both roller skating. Um, I was not nearly as good as she was. <laughs> she's fantastic. But anyway, how did you... Tell me about the, how you got discovered, and, and, and it says, with roller skates in a dream. How did that happen? <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, I started roller skating when I was three, actually, and then I started competing when I was five, and I had all these visions of our sport was trying to get into the Olympics, and I was going to be an Olympic champion, you know, so I was a full, like, that's what I did, and then um, my sport didn't get into the Olympics when I was a teenager. Um, and so I, 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 I quit skating and then I started dancing. And at that time I had already started singing and taking voice lessons, but I kind of just threw myself into that. And then that led me into studying music theater. And, um, after studying music theater and I worked, uh, with some opera companies, I basically, um, used the money I had from the little summer opera company. And I used like, went on a, a trip with my best friend in this Volkswagen bugs that we bought. It was like this bus. She bought it for like a dollar from a neighbor. A dollar? We fixed it. Yeah, it was a dollar. <laughs> and we fixed it up and we drove around following fish and going to the rainbow gatherings. 
And um, I met George uh, on that trip. And um, it was a, a friend of ours. It was a friend of hers that knew George. And she introduced us. I actually met the friend in D.C. And then I, uh, she introduced me to George in San Francisco. And um, about a week later, I had an audition in Los Angeles uh, for a music theater company. And so I went down there and uh, George happened to be playing at the House of Blues. So I went to the show and at that um, show is kind of when I started to meet the band and my friend uh, kind of started like telling everybody that I was, you know, had skill sets. And um, then the next day they were in Anaheim and Fishbone was opening for us or them. I was not in the band at the time. And um, George brought me on stage for this song called Maggot Brain. And um, actually I danced. That was the first thing I ever did in the band um, for that one show. Um, and like, he sort of like, I was like a puppet and he was like puppeting me. And I was doing this like contemporary ballet dance number to rock and roll. And then he kind of did this thing where he sort of like did, like gave me a deep dip bow kind of thing, you know? And like, you know, everyone always says it was like the moment I was baptized into funk. And it was, it was like, I remember when that happened, I knew my life had changed, you know, God, looking back. That is so I guess cool. I didn't realize how significant like it was, but, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously for years to come, I would meet people that were at that show and they were like, oh man, I knew that moment, that moment that he dipped you back, that like, that was, you know, you were in the band. <laughs> well, that's amazing. And I also like that your friend pushed your skills because you probably you're so modest you probably wouldn't have like hey I'm, I'm, I'm excellent at this let, let me get on stage with you so I love I love your friend for doing that yes thank you that you know changed um, your life. you're she really did and um it's funny because you know we all Jen Fanning is her name you know and my name's Kim Manning so yeah how that's strange. crazy and we we look alike too you know um so we almost look like twins and she, uh, also with my friend Pam Pam Parker, who um, I was on the tour with in Canada in the Volkswagen bus. So, and Pam knew Jen. And so it's really strange. We all three like have brown curly hair and look alike. And yeah, and, and I am grateful for her for that. And she actually negotiated my first pay too, because um, what happened was, so that happened. And like, as George was taking me off stage, she um, had my modeling portfolio and was like, and look at her and this is her and she's been to New York and she can sing and act and George, you got to pay attention to this girl. And um, wow, it was so nice that she did that. Oh, that's incredible. That it really is. is. But it, you're right. I'm way too modest. I would have never done no. that. And so afterwards, um, Shock G from Digital Underground, uh, Humpty Hump, do dance if you can. Yeah. You know, Humpty Hump. <laughs> you know, girls sing. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, on tour with them and he plays piano. And so he was having these little like jams in his room afterwards. And everybody in the band was there. And I was like too dumb to know to be shy. So I just was singing away. And, um, about a couple of days later, my mom, I got a hold of my mom and she said some guy named George Clinton had been calling her. And so George had been calling her for a couple of days trying to get a hold of me. And she's like, I don't know, Kim, I have no clue who he is, but he sounds really serious, you know? Right. And so I called my friend and said, oh my God, George called my mom. And she was like, hold up. And she got on the phone. And so Shock G had been given money 
for like joining the band on those couple of shows. And he kept saying to me and Jen, like, oh, tell George to take that money back and give it to the band. And so Jen called George and said, Shock G doesn't want his money that you sent him. You need to change it and put it in Kim's name and she'll come do the session. And so that that was it. I got I got <laughs> I got my first paid session thanks to that negotiation. Right that there. is a star discovery. It, it would have been meant to be anyway with your talents, but that is a really cool story. Um, and I want to, I have to know on Flavor of Love, what did you do on Flavor of Love? Well, I was Peaches from season one. So I was one of the girls oh like trying God, to. Were. <laughs> yeah, I was. What I time was is it? I, girl, that was so, you know, Flav's such a cool guy. And I almost didn't do the show because like, I auditioned for it as we do. You know, we audition for these things and yep. then they tell us what it really is. And I was so excited because I got the call to go to the audition. I had just broke up with my rock and roll boyfriend. And I was like, this is awesome. Go on TV to date a hip hop star. What better revenge? What revenge? Get, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> So, you know, and then they let me know it was Flav and I actually kind of had already met Flav through Parliament, you know, a few times and he was very nice, but I just didn't think he was somebody I would be necessarily attracted to, <laughs> right. but um, they were just really excited to have a musician on and, you know, they wanted to bring that music out of Flav and to like remind people of that and I was into that. And I'm really glad I did that show. You know, I made literal lifelong connections with those women. It's very interesting how we, you know, we did that show. None of us knew there was going to be like millions of views. We had an idea it could be successful because mm -hmm. of his last shows were successful. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have any idea what we were creating. But even though we didn't know what we were creating, the connections that we made were so strong strong that it it's understandable on the other side you know looking back at it it's like we were we were every action you do in a situation like that just has like such a multitude of um reactions that happen globally so there's just like this fine-tuned level of spirituality that's going on even though you're making entertainment it's hard to explain no, absolutely and that's that's what's hard with quarantine the fact that we can't shoot anymore in close proximity because you have to be on that intimate level to make those connections and how are we going to do film and television moving forward but what an interesting story yeah. I, I had no idea that is very very cool so but kim is also an incredible roller skater as she said um you you, were, you went from roller but you also ice skated correct that's correct well yeah. uh recently i started ice skating two years ago okay so i grew up roller skating but i'm what we call an artistic roller skater so that's basically figure skating but in roller skates so we have all the same moves and all the same names it's exactly the same um i do ice skate and i also rollerblade those are skill sets that i taught myself later as an adult I did rollerblading actually some as a kid when it was popular, mm -hmm. you know, so I guess I did have that experience, but ice skating, I bought like a $10 pair of ice skates at a thrift store. And two years ago, 
going on three now. Um, I went to that pop-up rink in downtown LA. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I could, (laughs) I could teach myself this skill. So I spent that entire like winter, like training, like maybe 20 hours a week on ice skates Mm -hmm. and, um, getting some coaching here and there. And, and then I, then I actually got jobs working professionally as an ice skater. I worked for, um, kidding with Jim Carrey. I, I did that show twice. And, um, Sarah Kuarahara, who's, uh, an, like an amazing choreographer. She did Blades of Glory and I, Tanya and kidding and all the Olympics and all the ice capades. She's legendary. She's in the hall of fame. Um, but yeah, so I went on as like a background actor, ice skater, figure skater, playing a teenager. Sure. And she was my choreographer because they forgot to hire a quote unquote choreographer for the scene. And so they just asked her if she would do it. And she was so impressed with me that she brought me back. And so I ended up, you know, working the rest of that season and all of her little ice skate scenes and her forest as a tree. Oh, that's perfect. And that again is your ability to make connections and hold them after Every, every film shoot, every project, we can, we can get more career and friendships out of it. So if, if someone were to look up Kim Manning, you would look at her, her athleticism and her body. She's just a beautiful, long, lean, long muscles, extremely toned. Um, and this all comes from roller skating. I mean, definitely it's natural ability. But as people are getting so bored with quarantine and with their own home workouts, I mean, people are going to the park. You're doing the same workouts. You're, everyone's looking for new and fun ways if you don't have a gym. And, and here in Los Angeles, all the gyms are shut down yet again. So roller skating would be a fantastic thing to pick up. It's, it's fun. It's retro. And can, Kim, I would love for you to go into some of the fitness aspects as we, as we spoke about. Um, like number one, how easy is it on the joints? Well, that's a great point, you know, because you and I were kind of talking about this earlier about how our bodies are the type of bodies that really don't take a lot of crazy heart impact because we're so tall and lean, you know, and as long as you're roller skating properly, it is very good on the the joints. The The problem is a lot of people start roller skating and you are smart about it, but I see some people where they start and they're right. You know, they're trying to do tricks and they're trying to jump curbs. And, um, and, and that's the other thing is equipment. You know, um, if you're going to, if you want to start skating, you need to get good equipment that that's proper sports equipment to support your joints and to support your ankles. And, um, that's a touchy subject because a lot of recreational skates that are quite popular are not necessarily built with that type of sport equipment idea in mind. So, you know, you should consider investing just like you would if you were doing any other sport, you like buy your, you know, outfits, you buy your balls, you buy your bands, you buy all the things like, so you know, when you're buying skates, you're buying boots, you're buying plates, you're buying trucks, you're buying bearings, you're buying wheels, you're buying toe stops, you're buying laces, you're buying, you know, there's so many items and then you're buying two of them. So expect to invest in proper roller skates to protect your joints. Great. Do you have any recommended brands? Yeah, I do. Um, USSkates.com, they have an introductory package. It's about $600 and I recommend that one. Um, Rydell Roller Skates also has an introductory package that's called Esprit. I think it's around five, five, six hundred as well. And both of them are decent. 
Oh, that's great. Okay, good to know. Um, this is also, roller skating is great as a cross-training exercise because you're doing so many different things with and reducing body fat, you know, consumption of the, the caloric calories, and it makes you stay in shape. So it's a great cross-training workout for other sports. Do you agree? Yes, 100%. Um, you know, that's the great thing about skating is that it's like sort of both aerobic and anaerobic. You know, you're building strength and then you're also like uh, exercising, you know, you're, 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 you're moving and doing the, the breathing and the sweating and all of that. And so that's what's great about skating. Um, and I think if you're new to skating and you're wanting to pick it up or it's something that you did, in the past, you know, if you have those old skates, use those. I always recommend used skates. That's how I, you know, I was on used skates from age three to 16. So, you know, I've only had three pairs of new skates in my whole life. So, you know, definitely used skates are great. Whatever, you know, you got your skates, you're ready to go. Just make sure you find a smooth place to practice, especially if you don't know your limitations or abilities. Always walk around and look at it. Always take a broom and sweep and make sure there's no rocks or sticks or anything before you even put on your skates and then stretch before you put on your skates. And then you skate. And then after you skate, you take off your skates and you stretch. You know, that's the way that skating kind of really can be beneficial and healthy to the body and give you the mind to be able to practice and build that strength and build that balance, you know, knowing that you're in a, a place that you can feel confident with, even That's if it's your great. kitchen, you know, sure. like it could be as small as your kitchen, but you know, you, you want to, until you're confident, you, until you built the micro muscles, you know, you want to be in a smooth area. But I think the removal of debris is a very key factor in so many accidents. So that is, I know, that's, right? that's, yeah, that's excellent <laughs> advice. Yes, um, exactly. And, and I love, I love how many calories can be burned because it's between 300, 300 and 600 an hour. And I remember as a child going to like, you know, pizza party, birthday parties at the roller rink, how fun that was. And you would just be starving when you're after your roller skating and, and we demolish pizzas because you burn so many calories. And because you said it's aerobic and anaerobic, I mean, but it's fun. You don't feel like you're on a treadmill where you're like, oh, right. God. it's fun. Exactly. And it's like, you know, even if you're uh, outdoors, you know, in like your garage or, you know, your front, your front, your front, what do you call that? Your driveway, you know, mm -hmm. or your street or like you could go to the same spot and there's still like birds in the air and like, you know, you're outdoors and it's beautiful. But then, like you said, this, there's a freedom in skating, you know, working with motion and momentum like that. So once you kind of get yourself to like a basic level of strength, then you can just really, I don't know, how do you describe, I've been doing it my whole life, but I know it is special, this thing where you just push with your foot and then you like fly through the air, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it really is, it is. Mm -hmm. a wonderful yeah. invention. And then it also says, it really works the arms, arms and legs, like the glutes, everything, lower body. How does it work the arms, would you say? Is it, is it the pumping motion that you get a lot of? Yeah, this is a great question because it does. And, and this is one of the things I see new skaters missing out a lot on is the arms. And if you think about figure skaters in the Olympics and you think of their arms, what do you think their arms are doing immediately? You see that a like- A lot of- Yes, exactly. Their legs are always like big. Their arms mm -hmm. are never like- 
they because we you have to have those arms to do those tricks they are tied together so as you become like a master sure i can do a two-foot spin with any arm at this point right but if I'm trying to like practice a toe-toe, -to two-foot spin, you know, which I'm not, I don't really practice that, I have to do the perfect arms again. Like I'm back to square one because the arms are a part of it. You know, they're just... Because it gets momentum? It's, it's, well, for one, they get your shoulders properly in line with your hips, sure. with your foot. All that has to be properly in line all the time. But number two, think of it as a tightrope walker and he has that stick. Your arms are that stick. You actually have to sort of energetically push energy through your arms to create balance. So when you see that ice skater, you know, or a roller skater, artistic, coming in for that quadruple jump, and we have our arms straight in front of us and one arm straight behind us, and then we bring our arms tight in, and then we yeah. land with our arms straight out. We're like energetically thinking like tightrope walkers with that stick. That's that we're literally thinking like. 20 feet beyond each of our arms is our energy projecting and that's what gives us like the balance much like the tightrope walker with the stick we're creating that with our energetic energy does that make sense it does because the next point was great for improving balance agility and coordination which is exactly what you're saying how that mm -hmm. helps create momentum and then and then strengthening the heart i mean so many women especially are are dying of heart disease, not even knowing it. Some people that are in shape and because it's the stress. And I feel like this strengthen this strengthens the heart because it is a great stress reliever and it's also aerobic. So that could be a great benefit for women, especially, I think. Yeah, that's true. I think you're right. And then also improves endurance. I mean, to be in great shape, I mean, you could probably hike <laughs> Kilimanjaro after doing a big skating workout because it is so much endurance and agility and, and longevity it is it's crazy you know when i first uh so i skated with you know parliament um and that was like a three-hour show so i would skate like three hours but i would sing and spin around and not you know and then when i quit parliament and i started becoming an aerialist and a contortionist that was kind of my foray back to roller skating. by the way another skill that she's phenomenal Oh, thank you. So I was pretty strong. I had been studying aerial for like maybe six years when I met my skate partner. And he's a world champion in train height. He's wonderful and world champion in our sport. And he's my stunt partner. And um, when I met him, I was quite the athlete. You know, I was a professional aerialist already. And man, we started practicing and he was wearing me out. And I remember I would just look at him and I would just say like, aren't you tired? Like, you know, I was so, my endurance was so low and I, it was hard for me to understand that. I was a professional athlete, but I think you're correct. There's something about skating and now I'm that way. My mom's like, I'll go out to skate and my mom, I come back six hours later, you know, like I, you know, and I'm like, well, I feel like I had a decent practice today. You know, it's, yeah. you just build that endurance up with you with skating. I think you're correct. Where are you practicing in Oklahoma? Just on the, on the roads? Is it open road? I have found a lot of spots. I found like four or five spots. Um, there's one, my favorite, I mean, God, they all serve different purposes. Like uh, the skate park is great, but it's not quite level. Um, there's one by my house that's really smooth, uh, so I, I can almost practice spins on it, and but it's small, and uh, 
I have to sweep it every time. So it's kind of a bother. And then there's one uh, at the, the Marlin Mansion. Um, and this was actually the one that I grew up doing performances on as a skater for the Oktoberfest. Oh. And it's apparently like an old tennis court from the 20s. But and it's decent. It's it's at least level, but it's rough. And it's um, it's got not the best uh, ridges in between blocks. So you know, that I have, I can't, I have to be careful of certain things. And then I it branched out <laughs> to the smaller towns around and I found some that are about 45 minutes away and they each sort of, everything has a various thing. It's either smooth or whatever. So depending on what skill sets I'm trying to practice, I go to the place that most uh, accommodates whatever I'm trying to practice. That's great. And for those people in LA, what are some recommended spots that you would tell them to go? Well, I'm seeing the Venice Skate Skate Association. I'm seeing them, if you go on their Facebook, they're doing some kind of meetups because I've been seeing them on uh, Instagrams. Um, I, and then there are actually, I know there's outdoor courts in uh, the Los Angeles area. They're like called outdoor hockey courts. So look those up. They may be open. Um, you know, back to sort of, you can always your garage. I literally cleared out my mother's whole garage to make a <laughs> rink in there, you know, and, um, you know, or your kitchen, you know, whatever, you can always skate indoors. It's not going to hurt the surface. As long as you don't have black toe stops, you'll be okay. <laughs> I have concrete floors in my place, the really modern ones. So it's like, I could just go oh, to town. We could ski Although everywhere. not yet. <laughs> Although not yet. And the final, the final trait of the roller skating was social. And this is just so important during quarantine because it's a social activity, but you're not, it's not a contact sport unless you're doing tricks. You're not right. together. So you could get a group of friends, whether you wear masks or not, and keep a social distance and still be social. And I also think about kids because these kids are going back to school, but are they not? They're also doing online. And then mm -hmm. they're kind of in pods and they've got to be just stir crazy to go outside and do fun things. And I think I would think roller skating would be a really fun activity for kids for their like quote unquote recess to do yeah. teachers and parents, my God, the parents, you know, trying to teach from home. I think that skating is very social, like how we met in skating. And I feel like anytime I go to the rink, I always think to myself, all my best friends I haven't yet met are there. Cause like every time I go to the rink, all the nicest people come up and like, hi, who are you? Where are you from? And blah, 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 you know? So I think the same thing has happened for me outdoors here. I've actually met like the local skaters and like, I've had some people that stop, like they see me skating on some of my spots and they're like, I used to skate at skate world, which was my, my rink that I grew up in. You know, I'm like me too, you know? And then like this little skater couple, I've already found them and I've been giving them little lessons and, you know, so it's just kind of, I mean, how do you not make friends when you skate and how, you know, like happy. You said, it's a happy, you're sport. happy. it is. I, that's why, you know, I quit skating for four years in my life uh, when I was in college, cause I was trying to be serious about my career, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, that whole time I dreamed and dreamed of skating I was every time in my dream like when I was sleeping I would dream I was doing the spiral which is like an arabesque you know and I had the biggest smile on my face and that just really that really made me 
realize I'd wake up and I'd be like, gosh, okay, I call my mom finally. Like, I keep having this recurring dream. <laughs> Not a nightmare, but it feels like a nightmare. Because <laughs> it's, it's a show that it's meant to be. It was completely meant to be. And you'll yeah. never work a day in your life because you do what you love. And that's wonderful. This is true. You're right. We are very, we were very lucky. We want our jobs back too. We really do. We really do. It's just such a, you can't, we miss it so much. And yeah. And a lot of projects are going to New Zealand and Australia. So I don't know what LA is going to look like in the future. Well, we have to change, you know, like I was a performer and an actress and, and now I'm like a social media influencing roller skate coach you know and I always did want to coach people always asked me to coach but I never had no time time you know what we do it's like we have to like be getting work or doing work six days a week in order to pay our rent and it's like you never have time to do anything else and so this is the first time in my life that I did have that time and it's great it gives you more jobs as well honestly yeah I think so you know and it's just crazy to see how hungry people are for what I'm teaching and also how it do, I'm, I am acting and I am incorporating my music and I am skating, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of doing all those things. I'm like creating my own little TV show 15 seconds at a time. <laughs> you're, you're resilient and you're figuring it out and that's great. Now, how can people get a hold of you if they want coaching and you're doing it all virtually online? Yes, that's it's got to be kind of difficult, but yet your explanation is probably so on point that they understand. That's the hope, you know, and this is where like I, I'm a yoga instructor, a kundalini yoga instructor as well. And I feel like there's kind of when I teach, I sort of am combining those backgrounds, um, you know, of skating and yoga. So it somehow is, I think it's working because people, I see people improving, I see videos. But, you know, I have on my uh, Instagram and my TikTok, both are Kim Manning Space Queen is my tag or handle or whatever. (laughs) And so Kim Manning Space Queen, I have the short tutorials on there, but I am creating, or I, I did, I created a full tutorial program system called Skate Like a Pro, and it goes from beginner to intermediate to advanced um, skill sets and it's 120 videos each about 20 to 30 minutes long and um, three you know you progress through the skill set safely so you know what you need to learn before you start it you know learning other things it's basically kind of like how to skate oh that's so <laughs> impressive you've been slammed busy in quarantine that's wonderful and, and what is it called again Gate like a pro. Gate like a pro. That is excellent. So people can look that up and also find you on Instagram or TikTok to take yes. the virtual lessons. That's incredible. That's Thanks for sharing that. And I, I have two more questions for you. What's the fav- what is your favorite outfit that you've worn? Because skating can be so like retro and cool and forward thinking. And what's the favorite outfit you've ever worn while, while doing a performance favorite skate? Outfit. My favorite outfit. Gosh, you know, I've worn so many costumes as a skater honestly i think my favorite would be when i ice skated on jim carrey is when i got to be a tree you know and they were these like huge cones with like a big hula hoop they were so nearly not skatable in and like our little faces were through and you know it was just like it was like the i don't know i you you know how it is 
children when we're wanting to be entertainers and we watch these things on TV and we're like, one day I'm going to be the person that's the tree in the stupid <laughs> costume. You know what I mean? Right. With the like green bodysuit underneath the tree and the like your face coming through, you know? And I finally did it. So, oh, that's so I cool. Think my least favorite costume is also my most favorite costume. Okay. That's the thing. I mean, these, the costume designers are absolutely beyond talented, incredible, beautiful outfits, but then they expect us to do these tricks and I'm like, it's impossible. Like impossible. we've gotten hurt on these things. I mean, I, I, I got hypothermia in, in, in one job one time in a martini. Oh, no. Grammys. I'm like, Oh my God, it's just crazy. Oh, no. But, but yes. as performers, you, you grin and bear it and you push through the pain. But people that say mm -hmm. that it's easy, just like modeling. Modeling is not easy. Oh my God. It's hard. It's because the hardest job I think ever. I'm sore more after a modeling job the next day than a mass workout. It's just the yes. resistance of holding those poses and tightening up and, you know, smiling. <laughs> yes. I did a brand ambassador job for Nickel or for Nintendo. And I was like, after that job, I was like, brand ambassadors have the hardest job in the whole world. Oh, absolutely. The whole world. I wasn't even in high heels. Sure. Was that at Comic-Con? Yeah, no, E3, E3, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. And Nintendo's lovely, you know, they're lovely people, but it's just amazing. I've worked yeah. there, they're very strict. Well, it was my only friend, like, you know, I've done like where I'm myself and, you know, whatever, that's different than... But it was an experience, and yeah. I think, yeah, the costume thing, it is interesting, The you know, because when you first ask that question, it's like almost the costume, you know, with my stunt act that I do with Trey, like, we have the literally two paragraph sentence of the my costumes, cans and can'ts, you know, like, I can't have rhinestones around my waist, I can't have beads around my waist, there can't be any feathers, there can't be any fringe, no fringe longer than six inches, nothing on my forearms, nothing not below my knees, nothing, you know, it's like, it's just nonstop, no wigs. It's like, because of the, wow. the stunts that we do require yeah. us to have so many accesses to access points on my body mm -hmm. that like <laughs> so it's always kind of like a sore subject isn't it for us performers less than that, and that is why less is more people always make fun of us that we're like so scantily clad but you it it, it looks so much it, better it's against the barriers because you can get your hair pulled and like whipped into some machine yeah uh -huh. we have to be very tight and right basically you know yes, yes <laughs> so to right. speak and final question what is your favorite cheat food during quarantine and you're in oklahoma so maybe you have some Oklahoma treats. Yeah, uh, it's definitely been popcorn balls. Ooh. <laughs> you know, whenever uh, quarantine first began, I don't know. I think people in California are taking it more seriously than here in Oklahoma. I got here like March 20th. I haven't been in a grocery store since, right? So before I figured out how to kind of like get things delivered to my mom's house, we were kind of living off whatever was in the cab cupboard plus whatever was in the garden or we could forge, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, there was a lot of popcorn. <laughs> That's delicious. It is. And I just started making popcorn balls and then we got addicted and, and I just ate one right before I called you. I love it. Do you make the salty or the caramel kind or something else? Uh, well, you know, uh, I do it kind of a really bad way and I'm not, I'm not a vegan person, you know, but I don't really eat meat, but I'm doing marshmallows and butter and you just melt them together and yes. then you add the popcorn, you mix it up. So I, I, it's probably like, 
I think it's definitely like oaky, oaky popcorn. Ball. I like that. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> For me, I don't know why saltines, just plain saltines. I don't know what the deal is. I just crave like oyster cracker, saltine, those little oct- octagonal things. Oh, the, yes, so random. Ones. But I like to put them in my teeth mm-hmm. and crunch them down. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. let's, let's steer clear of the carbs here. But they're just so good. <laughs> I used to like that in tomato soup, but I liked it soggy. Okay. Yep. I've, it's got to be hard for me. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't like the soggy. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's I what can she tell. Said. I can tell you didn't like my soggy one. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, Kim, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And yeah. thank you to your mom for letting letting me borrow her daughter. And it's Definitely. just so great to see your beautiful face. And um, keep up me the too. great skating. And we'll put I'll put all the links to all the tutorials and videos and how people can find you and yeah um, and you opened up a whole new world of your background that I didn't even know about you so I'm so I'm, I'm even more impressed so uh, I saw you taking notes you're so studious yes well I will see you hopefully very soon on a project let's hope yeah, yeah. yes yes okay. can we work again we want to work too. absolutely well have a great rest of your day and that was Kim Manning Space Queen the George Clinton P-Funk All-Stars roller skating songstress and pro skater. You can find all of Kim's information in the links below or simply go to her social media at Kim Manning Space Queen. We appreciate you for listening and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels. Please stay tuned in next week. And thanks again for listening to another episode of So Cal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.